Well, hello everyone. It's Pam. It's time to chat. It is time to pull up a chair, relax, and let's chat a little bit. Um, wow, where to begin? Um, I have quite a few things on my list here. Uh, some are fun, some are funny, and some are um, more serious. <clears throat> on Saturday, I did a, a podcast, which I normally don't do. I do podcast Monday through Friday as a rule. Um, I'll miss here and there, but it's pretty consistently Monday through Friday. But because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were declared the winner of the 2020 presidential election, our granddaughter, who just turned eight, um, was here by happenstance. It was a purely happenstance. It was a very historic day because of Kamala. And um, I went, I, and I did share that with my granddaughter. And we, uh, ex she's very, uh, she's very uh, quiz inquisitive and really pays attention. And it's good and bad in a child because she pays attention to everything and then is inquisitive about it. So it's it's marvelous and it's great. But on the other hand, sometimes. Um, you wish she uh, didn't pay attention to everything because it can be uh, it can be worrisome to children. Children do worry about things. It's not a carefree life. Think about it. Think about it. We're born that way, if, and just because we're children doesn't mean we don't worry and have and have things that trouble us. But. She is uh, a joy. She's very joyous. She's very joyous. She's very serious. So she's kind of like left brain, right brain combination. Big personality, but when she hunkers down to something, she's also very cerebral. So I, I let her, she wanted to podcast. She asked if we could on that important day. And I said yes. And we did, and you know, a couple of things uh, I let slide that we'll I'll cover with her later. <clears throat> but mainly, it was it was for her, so I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time going down the rabbit hole of exact facts too much with her on that. But it was really very fun, and she did a great job, and and she actually uh, knows quite a bit about many many things, including politics and geography in this country. So very proud of her. Um, uh, her father was was the same way and so it's fun for me to see it's fun for me to see my granddaughter being as interested in politics as the rest of us and and myself as a as a little girl I mean the same way and Brandon and I took him the first time I voted when he was old enough to understand with me and he has been a part of that he was part of that process from the get-go, and luckily for Kate, um, he is, uh, his undergrad is in history, and so she uh, is around uh, people that can answer a, a lot of her questions about a lot of stuff, and then with his law degree, um, really focusing on, uh, on constitutional law. So that was really fun for me to do, so if you haven't listened to it, please do. I want to talk about uh, music in the brain just a little bit because uh, it, it's, it's kind of interesting and I have spoken about music quite a bit and how the kinds of music that I like 
I don't care what you like. It makes no difference to me. It's either here or near there. I couldn't care less. Um, I just talk about what I like and what makes my brain and my body and my soul feel really good. This time last year, what made me feel really good and Gary too, we were traveling through Germany. And on this day, this very day, we were in Bamberg. We loved every single thing about Germany and we, we absolutely... Uh, cherished every single moment and we got very little sleep actually because we were um, soaking it all up in one way or another and so on this day we did a lot of stuff uh, in Germany on this day but the, the, the thing that was just super super fun uh, we had a lot of fun at night and we danced the night away several times during our time in Germany and not only just great food but great German people and and our experience was fantastic. And so here we are uh, in 2020, and we're dancing uh, pretty much at our condo <laughs> with each other. So we've had a very dicey weather in South Florida because of uh, unstable weather, uh, hurricane, tropical storm kind of weather. And so we snuck out, all masked up and all prepared, and we... We braved it, and we went to Fort Lauderdale on Sunday to stay at the Sinesta, a very, very nice hotel right there on the beach of Fort Lauderdale. <clears throat> and they, I was very impressed with all of their safety measures. So uh, we were, we were uh, very cautious about it, but we did it, and they have everything in place, uh, just like when we went uh, down to the Keys. One thing that was very impressive to me, besides the usual stuff of uh, only letting one group uh, on the elevator together, in other words, Gary and I alone on an elevator, no one else could get on kind of thing. Um, but I, off to the side, out of the way, they weren't doing this in front of people, but I, being who I am, nosy, I, I did catch it that uh, they were taking the temperature with those little things to your forehead. Um, of their of uh, some of their housekeeping staff, so I I did like that quite a bit. Speaking of being masked up, I have a lot of them, and Gary keeps kind of losing them, or well, he doesn't really lose them. It's like where's my mask? Where's my mask? And and I now have quite a few. Some I I really like, some I don't like at all, but I keep looking for different ones, and in so doing. Uh, I found out that there is there's a lot out there that I didn't even know about, and you probably do. But there's a website that you might want to look into. It's called mask-yourself.com, and this mask works in conjunction with your smartphone. With your uh, with uh, it works with either uh, either kind of phones, Android or, or iPhone, and it's really fun because it. You can it, it it it's like a little billboard on your face, in other words, with LED lights. And so you can use their canned. It's like a, way back in the day in media, it was a thing called clip art that we would go and get art that that the uh, papers would buy in these giant books, and you could clip out art and use it in in whatever way you wanted. That would be in the paper, and it's kind of like that. In, in other words, they already have canned things that you can display on your face or you can design your own. It's 
it's really pretty cool. It cost about $30 and um, and charges hooks into your your uh, your phone. So it's pretty cool. Uh, there are a lot of them out there that uh, display things party mask. They light up. They do have all kinds of messaging and whatnot on your mask. So, uh, but this particular one that I just mentioned, uh, mask yourself, uh, has has a it's it's much more advanced it seems, and so. Um, the, the prices are all over the place for masks right now. Uh, one thing that in researching, trying to find fun masks, there are these great masks that you wear that tone your face. They look just like the uh, the mask that you wear. Now you can't investigate it. Can't they? They're not to wear out to protect you, unfortunately, and give you a facial at the same time, tone and tighten your skin, but. Uh, one thing that uh, was really fun, I am definitely going to get, about $15, you can get a 16-pack of LED lights for your hair. They're on barrettes, and you, you clip them into your hair, and they are so, they look so cool. So I will be ordering those very shortly. But they have gone to a lot of trouble to make these masks more fun you know, over these last few months because... You know what? It is really a boring, <laughs> a boring thing, actually, to have to wear mask um, everywhere you go. Let's talk a little bit about music, and then I want to talk about this day in history, just for very briefly. They have done yet another study just came out about music and the brain and how it affects the brain, and. They did it. John Hopkins did one. Johns Hopkins did one in uh, 2019 as well. They do a lot of study about, and they do that for various reasons to try to figure out how music can be used in medicine. And I really don't need a study to tell me because music is is uh, has been a part of my life for a long time, and during this pandemic. You can only watch so much news. You can only read so much insanity. You can only binge watch stuff so much. So you, you pop on your headphones and you sink into music while you read, perhaps, or just look at nature. It doesn't really matter. Or you, I'm in my car with it really loud. <laughs> but it, there is scientific proof that it uh, different kinds of music will affect you positively and negatively and i and i do believe that's true because i truly there's uh, the, uh, the smaller the boat that goes by us here in north palm beach we we live by the water um without fail the louder the music so i have my own theory about small boat loud music you know what i mean and that does affect me negatively, especially if it's certain kinds of music. It's like, oh, hurry, please, get by, get by, get by, because your music is horrible. Um, but it's it's uh, during this time, music is a, a great therapy. And 
what they have also proven is that it doesn't music doesn't really do anything for your body necessarily in like so many other things in your brain that kick in you know parts of your brain you have to survive you have to you have to have a roof over your head you have to have food and so you make that happen it's survival your brain kicks into a survival mode and, and it generates all of these impulses that causes you to do things for your survival music doesn't do that and they these studies have proven uh it, it just flat it just flat doesn't it's just for your kind of your well-being and your kind of your your psyche as it were um November 10th today many people are rushing over to a new platform called Parler P-A-R-L-E-R and I applaud them I applaud them for that they're leaving Facebook in droves and I'm really happy about that but I do I do wonder uh, it's it's primarily right-wing and what they're finding out these are the conspiracy theorists the uh, I know, you know the ones uh, who um, they want it both ways kind of thing. Oh, if it's them, it, one set of rules. Oh, but if it's uh, another side, mm, change the rules, change the rules. Uh, it's it's really kind of scary that our country's this way, but it's nothing new. It, it's nothing new at all. Uh, in doing research, historically speaking, we have come a long way in this country, and we haven't. So, uh, go on to Parler, please. But what they're finding out, they think there's a lot, apparently a lot of porn on Parler. What they're finding out, these these uh, people who want to get mad, take their toys and go home, and they're going to be on their own site. And, uh, um, is uh, First Amendment rights only go so far. And actually, there are limitations to free speech, even on... Um, I won't even use any kind of derogatory term for that site, but even for a site such as Parler, they're the they're having to the CEOs having to come in and say there are limits to what you can put on here. But here's the, here's my real thing, and I have to laugh because I am getting I'm getting such a kick, even though on one hand uh, it's a it's not a it's not a proud time today uh, with the, the way our government is behaving. It's an embarrassment, uh, really, to behave the way that has it's never happened before in a presidential election. It's not it's not the way it's supposed to be. So you know, good for the people supporting that effort. Off you go now. I personally have been called every name in the book. On Facebook, I I don't I could do a lot of screenshots. I'm trying to glean all this together to put a, a, a truly a burn book uh, together because I get the I get the biggest kick out of it uh, in a lot of ways being being called names and uh, people getting triggered over the simplest little comments and then they'll go off on strangers. It's I I am proud to say that I have never called anyone a name uh, on social media I, I, and I and I wouldn't because I don't know them and they're entitled to their to their opinion and I don't feel the need to do that I think it's ignorance I think it's very uneducated of people uh, to be that way but here's what I think about parlor how much fun is it going to be 
when you're in a nest of people that are just like you. I mean, to me, the fun that opposing sides have, regardless of which side you're on, I, I really don't care. I'm to the point now where I know I've identified things that I need to know, and I am just awake on, and I'm enjoying the hell out of all of the the name calling and things it's like oh more to tell me more that's not very good just you know you can do better than that but but when you don't have the audience the opposing audience it's like going to a a, a race a, a horse race or a, or a car race and and everyone knows that all the horses are going to come out at the finish line together. They're all in it together. Everyone is the same. They're all the same. How much fun is that? I mean, to me, the fun of social media, and it has turned pretty brutal, uh, and that's, that's unfortunate because it can't be really fun the way that that it should be in a civilized world where people have respect and civility and we don't we don't have that anymore but if you're just wallowing around with people like you that would be so so boring where's where's the intellectual stimulation of that if you're right wing how much fun is it to just keep agreeing with each other when you don't have as in their words, you know, the libtards, which is, you know, the name calling is just, it's just endless. Um, to to uh, poke, you know what? To 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 uh, trigger each other. <laughs> it's like, I, I think that sounds really boring. I, I told Gary, I said, I said, you know, the the thing about. Uh, what's going on right now, in my opinion, they just the. Uh, imagery of it is and this has happened to everyone it certainly happened to us but you're at a party or you're at some kind of social function and everybody's having a great time everybody gets along everybody clicks it's it's just the best time ever and then one person comes in and the entire conversation comes to a screeching halt the, the dynamic in the room completely changes and everybody starts to leave because it's it's not fun anymore. And that's how I'm feeling about the country right now. The the Democratic side it was having, after four years, uh, having a party, you know, a, a, a party as it were. But that one voice, and it's a collective voice because it's enablers, it's it's the White House, it's all of it. So it's a collective voice, but it's one voice who brought the conversation to a screeching halt and ruined everything. It will right itself, whether, as I've predicted before, uh, playing into the courts and all of that, how will it turn out in a true democracy? It would turn out the way the majority of Americans voted, legally voted, under close scrutiny. It would turn out that way. Any more in this country? I, 
don't know. I really don't know. What I do know, though, is on November 10th, 1917, women were arrested, suffragettes were arrested at the White House in history. This is my history fact today. You really, if you uh, are interested in in history at all, uh, uh, many people are not, hence it uh, tends to repeat itself. But there was a, 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 women were picketing outside the White House and uh, for the right to vote. Now, before the 19th Amendment, for those of you that don't know the amendments, uh, that was uh, ratified in 19, uh, 1919, uh, and uh, but before that, before we get to all that, many states in this country did allow women to vote. It was restricted, but they were within, you know, the confines of the restrictions. They were allowed to vote in, you know, actually more states than you realize, but women were incredibly... Uh, oppressed in many, many ways in this country. And on this date, these women were arrested. And in 1917, many uh, pretty horrendous things happened to women. Uh, arrested and then uh, physically and mentally examined against their will. Uh, it's 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 really quite ugly, uh, the the fight that that women uh, had to fight. And the the interesting thing is is that all these years later, um, Kamala, who is our first female vice president, is being called names. It's when you when you rewind back into history, whether it's racism and or women's rights, uh, it's not very pretty in this country. And people don't like to think about that. They don't like to admit that. But what suffragettes went through, Kamala wore white uh, the night on Saturday night when they made their uh, there's their big speech uh, in Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware. She wore white in honor of the suffragettes. And pay attention to her bow. <laughs> there is a thing that women uh, wear. It's called a pussy bow. It's the way the bow is tied. And she wore, um, she wore that. And she gave nods to many things in her in her clothing so that when Saturday Night Live uh, did their cold open, they had to really scramble to pull together that look for Maya Rudolph, who pulled it off to perfection. But I want to give a tip of the hat to the dressers, who the costumers who put that together at the last moment. But the, the tragedy in this country is that we... In, in many ways, we can't move off dead center. We can't, we just can't get there in the way that we've had ample opportunity to get there through all these years. And instead, we are trying to roll the clock back. 
And it's disappointing on one hand, but I have tremendous faith. It's like I said the other day, I have tremendous faith in this country. Look at the amount of people who voted. I understand clearly 71 people voted for Donald Trump after 200,000 people have died under his watch and all of the other things that you would think Americans would be concerned about. And while the majority voted for Biden, it makes me very, very proud, it's incredibly stark to think that it's okay. It's okay to behave the way that things, the way things have gone over the past four years. But that aside, I'm very hopeful for eight-year-old Kate. I really am, because I believe in this country. I think even through very rocky times, and historically speaking, it has been just as ugly as it is now, if not more so. And if you want to find out more about these incredible women uh, that led the way, uh, there, there are so many historical sites with concise and true information about it. So it's really kind of fun to read. I'm a, I'm a history nut anyway. So anyway, uh, on this Tuesday, one week away from the election, and it still hasn't been really called the way that it should. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, very... I don't even know the word uh, uh, embarrassing time <laughs> embarrassing time when the president of the United States has to be humored <laughs> while our country very possibly can be in peril so thanks for being here thanks for listening I appreciate it stay with me